Our next generation needs us now more than ever to show them what it means to live a happy, healthy, wholehearted life. Balance Period is here to equip you with the tools you need to incrementally improve your quality of life and be the best example possible for our next generation. Let's learn and grow together. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast, the show where we equip you with the tools you need to prevent burnout, promote longevity, and create generational wellness. I am one of your hosts, Raymond Ashiel, a.k.a. Recovery Ray. And the Bald Sage. All right. We are going to be continuing our month-long series, Ask Us Anything. For today, we are going to be answering a few questions. One is centered around how to get rid of the negative thoughts that cross your mind. They cross all of our minds, so we'll definitely dive into that. We're also going to talk about what discipline equals freedom means. And then we're going to talk a little bit about our perspective on positive affirmations. And we'll provide some that uh, you all could adopt if you so choose. Okay. But before that, we are going to start off with our mindful moment. So what I want you to do is position yourself with intention. Act as if you have a string attached to the top of your head that's gently pulling you upward. I'm going to count us down three, two, one. We're going to do three deep breaths together. And then I'm going to hand it over to Nick for a brief awareness practice. Now, for these three breaths, we're not going to do any counting. I'm just going to say, take the first breath and another and one more. And just use this space to be where you are. Notice the sensations that you feel as you inhale and exhale. If you're driving, definitely keep your eyes open. But if not, if you're not driving, take this time just to pause, close your eyes, and just be where you are. Okay? So let's get started with today's mindful moment. Three, two, one. Take your first breath. And another. And one more. Continue to breathe in your normal breathing pattern. Take a moment right now to just notice your thoughts. After taking those breaths, notice what rises up. And also remember that you are not your thoughts. You can watch them as if they are clouds passing through the sky. And thank you for joining us today for this mindful moment. Yes, thank you for that awareness practice, Nick. I know one of the most transformational experiences that I had from practicing mindfulness was that understanding that you mentioned, that we are not our thoughts. I used to identify with the thoughts that crossed my mind. And when I was able to understand that I'm not my thoughts and that not everything that crossed my mind was true, it allowed me to look at what I was experiencing internally from a different perspective, a more empowering perspective that then led me to understand I get an opportunity to choose how I respond to what I'm experiencing in there, which we'll talk a little bit more about later with the first question of the day. But yeah, thank you for that. It was well needed. Wouldn't it be nice to have a reminder to pause, breathe, and reconnect to the present moment? 
You can now get yourself a piece of mindful merch from the Balance Period store that will help you do just that. Each item in our store rocks our logo, which is designed to prompt you to pause, observe a deep breath, and remember that you are whole and you are enough. And you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace, regardless of what's happening outside of your control. As a listener of this podcast, you get free shipping on any order from the Balance Period store. Just use the code PODCAST at checkout to get your discount. Visit shop.balanceperiod.com and get your mindful merch today. That's shop.balanceperiod.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right. So before we dive into the questions for today, remember, if you have questions for us, we have a couple more episodes in this series. Be sure to email us at podcast at balanceperiod.com to get those questions answered on the show. But I also wanted to talk a little bit about our experience of Black Expo. Had a fantastic weekend, and one of the things that we rolled out were some new services that we're offering on our website. So if you go to shop.balanceperiod.com, there will be a tab on the left-hand side that lets you know what we have to offer. And on that tab, you will see wellness plans. In the wellness plan section, we have three different options for you to get wellness plans from us. And one is just the sustainable self-care system. Another is a sustainable self-care system with three months of additional accountability support. And the third option is a sustainable self-care system with six months worth of accountability support. So we wanted to make sure that we are taking what we are best at and providing it as a service for you all. Now, one of the other things that we did for the participants at the Black Expo was give them a 25% discount on any product or service from the Balance Period store. So we're going to extend the same discount to you all listening to the show. Use the code PODCAST25 at checkout on any product or service at shop.balanceperiod.com and you will get 25% off your order. So if you're interested in creating your sustainable self-care system and having some accountability so that you can make sure that you're taking the actions necessary in order for you to learn, grow, and develop into the person that you want to be and create generational wellness, visit shop.balanceperiod.com. Check out the customized wellness plans that we provide, and we look forward to assisting you along this journey of being the change that you want to see in your family and in your community. All right, so let's go ahead and talk a little bit about our questions for today. The first question, this is one that is definitely in each and every one of us, something that we all experience on a daily basis. But the question is, how do I get rid of negative thoughts that cross my mind? How do I get rid of negative thoughts that cross my mind? So I know we briefly touched upon it a moment ago how not everything that crosses our mind is true or factual and that we are not our thoughts. So I figure we'll touch a little bit more upon that as we answer this question. But I'm going to hand it over to Nick and let him share his perspective on how one would get rid of the negative thoughts that cross their mind. And so for me, it's really interesting. Um, In the previous videos, so episodes you all have heard me say like things are really layered and so that's pretty much how i approach everything and so even with um, negative thoughts in the mind 
the exact same way. And so with that, when I experience quote unquote negative thoughts, my first thought to myself is to question it. So why is it negative? And normally that thought of questioning leads me down to some belief that I hold from at some 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 point in my life. And as I begin to notice that that also goes to with the things that I practice. And so you start to realize that what you practice, those habits, all of that comes together with the thoughts that you think, because the thoughts that you think are going to repeat consistently. Well, I think it, I believe you said it was daily. Yeah, they, they repeat mostly each day. And so when you start to put those things together and you feel like you're thinking consistent negative thoughts, you got to remember, what am I doing every day? What am I consuming every day? What do I do with my time? And how do I treat myself? Because a lot of it, well, all of it starts from within ourselves. And that's just how I like to approach negative thoughts and dealing with them. Gotcha. Yeah. I think that in the question itself, it's how to get rid of negative thoughts. I would say if you're trying to get rid of negative thoughts, use your energy a little bit differently. Don't approach it to say, I need to get rid of these thoughts. Use that energy to notice the thoughts that you are experiencing and go through a process that works best for you to accept them for what they are. They're just thoughts. And when you're able to do that, then your experience with whatever thought you have changes. So if you are having negative outcomes from what you believe based on the thoughts that you are thinking, if you respond to those thoughts differently, your outcomes will change. So I think if you are understanding that, yes, it is a part of life that we will have thoughts that cross our mind that are not aligned with the person that we want to be or the things that we want to accomplish. And yes, sometimes those thoughts may be catastrophizing in nature to where it's like thinking about the worst case scenario in what you are experiencing. If you just accept the fact that that is just how our minds work, then you give yourself the freedom, which we'll talk about here in a bit, to be able to choose how you respond to it. Instead of giving your energy to that thought or identifying with that thought, you're able to remember in that moment that you are not your thoughts and that that thought will pass and another one will be there momentarily if you just allow it to be and pass. So I think changing the relationship with our thoughts is a fantastic way of making sure that we're not investing our energy into the thoughts that aren't aligned with the person that we want to be and the things that we want to accomplish in our lives. So Nick, anything else that you want to add there before we go to the next question? No, that was good on that one. Cool. All right. Well, it's actually perfect that this question is next because we'll be able to actually talk a little bit more about our relationship with negative thoughts in the answer to this one. So this is something that we've said on the show several times. It's something that I actually, for the first time when I heard it said in this way, it was at the end of, it was a Rex Life Raj song. And then he had a soundbite on there. And the guy was talking about how discipline equals freedom. And he broke it down in a way that was just so simple that I was like, wow, it really does. When I, when I took that principle over to other areas of my life, I realized that discipline equals freedom. And so the question was, what does that mean, that discipline equals freedom? So, Nick, I'm going to hand it over to you and uh, love to hear your perspective on that. And we'll go back and forth. Um, so mine is really simple for this one. And it's just when you take accountability for the intentional things that you do each day, you realize how much time you really have. 
and to simplify that even more is just when you focus in on, okay, I'm setting my day up to be this way and you hold yourself to that. You realize that a lot of time is spent inside of our heads with a lot like those negative thoughts that we just talked about a second ago and other things that don't really serve a purpose for us. And it's with that discipline, when you're sticking to that path that you created for yourself, when you're following, let it be a routine or anything like that. You don't have time for those negative thoughts because you're too busy focusing in on the things that you're doing for yourself. And so then you get to experience some of that freedom that comes with being more disciplined. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I know it's interesting because we talked about in the last episode, the phrase that our inner world creates our outer world. So for me, when I think about discipline equals freedom, I think about it first and foremost in our inner world. And so the fact that we do have all these thoughts that cross our mind, there's going to be a considerable amount of them that aren't aligned with the person that we want to be and the things that we want to accomplish. But at the same time, we do get to choose how we respond. So in building a discipline mentally in what you choose to invest your energy into, you have the freedom to significantly change and impact the quality of the experience that you have with what's happening internally. Like our freedom to show up as the person that we want to be and to stay consistent in the habits that we practice to promote our well-being. All of these things are influenced by the discipline that we have internally to decide where we're going to invest our attention and our energy. So for me, I take it internal and say that is the the clearest indication that discipline equals freedom. The discipline that I have internally equals the freedom that I get to have in my external experience with what is happening outside of my control because I'm disciplined about how I respond. I'm disciplined about how I carry myself and where I choose to invest my time and energy, what I choose to consume, how I respond to what I experience. And that is what impacts my overall quality of life. So yes, discipline equals freedom. And I would highly recommend taking time to think about that and how it relates to you and your life and where you currently are in whatever season that you may be in. Think about if you feel like you're not experiencing freedom in certain areas, bring that back and say, well, where can I be more disciplined? Where can I increase my discipline so that I can experience the freedom that is here? Because it's there for us. It just takes us aligning our mindset, what motivates us and the habits that we practice with the freedom that is abundant in the present moment. So, Nick, anything that you want to add to that before we go into the next question? No, that was perfect. Cool. It's time to take your sustainable self-care system to another level. We partnered with Woo so you can get the latest and most advanced health and fitness wearable on the market for free. With the all-new Woo 4.0, you will get the most accurate measurements of how the self-care habits you practice influence the quality of your life. You can finally take the guesswork out of deciding which self-care habits will actually help you feel good and function at your best. Visit join.whoop.com forward slash balance period and order your free Whoop 4.0 today. That's join.whoop.com forward slash balance period. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right. So the last question that we have... This actually reminds me, we have an episode, go back to episode 66, episode 66, I believe that was to start 2020, and 
that was when I was still doing the solo episodes, but I talked about affirmations. So if you're interested in learning more about my, I guess, my thought process back in the day on affirmations, go back and listen to episode 66. But the question for today is, would you recommend using positive affirmations? And if so, which ones should I use? So, Nick, I'm going to hand it over to you. That's kind of a, a double question. But I would say start with, would you recommend someone use positive affirmations, yes or no? Definitely. So I don't tell people what to do or what not to do. I'm a very firm believer that, look, you should just experiment. This is your journey. Use dis- uh, discretion and be safe and do what you feel works best for you. And so even when it comes to something as simple as affirmations, I like them because I'm very big on positive self-talk. I'm very big on subconsciously reminding myself how I feel about myself. And I think affirmations is a really good way to do that. And so I highly encourage people to give it a try. But if you try it and you feel like it doesn't work for you, it's not the end of the world. I recommend finding something else and just try with that until you find something that fits. And for the uh, second part, the exact same. I I don't know what could be the best affirmation for you to use because I don't know what your self-talk is like with yourself. I grew up as an athlete. Sometimes I can have my affirmation and self-talk be something that someone could think is harsh, but to me, I could think is motivating. And I'm very big on you're going to think something that is a certain way for yourself and someone else might see it differently. So for me to tell you what to try, I feel like that's more damaging than you experimenting and figuring something out for yourself. Gotcha. Yeah, I can I can definitely see that. I'm interested, though, because I know at one point in my life I didn't practice using affirmations and then at one point I did. So for you, what what did that look like? Like, when did you start to experiment for yourself using affirmations and what prompted you to do that? Um, It was around the time that I started meditating because I had just gotten to that world. That's back when I said like I had that eye open experience, like when I meditated, it was just like, whoa. I just moving so fast and it's a whole other world out here and all the other stuff. And uh, with that just came affirmation. So as you begin to just YouTube meditation stuff and look up stuff online, affirmations kind of just falls into the umbrella of all that. And so I got into it that way. And for me, it was uh, I use a bar of soap and I would write stuff on my mirror in the bathroom. That's how it started. And then it later it just moved on to me just reciting it to myself inside my head as I got more confident with it. And then it just became something that could just pop up here and there. I wouldn't even say it's as prevalent now because it's like I said, I'm very big on positive self-talk as it is. And so it just became something that is just a normal thing for me. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think with anything, we're able to turn it into an unconscious habit. And so if we're turning yeah. these affirmations that we create into just what our self-talk looks like then the need to do the practices that we did in order to turn the self-talk that we now have into a habit, we won't, we don't need to do them, I would think. Exactly. Um, but yeah, understandable. Cool. Well, yeah. And actually, one more follow-up question. Are there any affirmations that you used early on or throughout your journey that were like impactful for you? Any specific ones? Got you. This is like my favorite one. It's... I don't got to do shit. And that's like my all time number one favorite one that I repeat to myself consistently. And when I say that instantly, you know, the first thought that might come to mind is be like, oh, what does that mean? You're not going to do anything. And it was and what it means to me is something that's really empowering. And that's anything that I choose to do is my choice. I'm making the choice. If I'm doing this, that's because I chose to do this. And so I'm going to be intentional and give my best at what I'm doing because this is what I chose. I don't have to do anything, and this is what I'm choosing to do. Gotcha. 
Well, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing all of that. Let me see. So, yes, I would recommend using positive affirmations. I think they're at least worth trying. When I originally started to use them, it honestly, for me too, it was shortly after I started practicing meditation. So I would say it was probably like the fall of 2017. I started practicing meditation in like, I think, August of 2017. One thing that I realized, similar to what Nick was describing, was that my self-talk just wasn't very supportive. I was very critical of myself. And I knew that in order for me to become the person that I saw in my mind, I needed to do different things internally in order to align myself with that person. And so at that time, I had identified who I wanted to be by pretty much picking the characteristics that I felt were most aligned with that person that I wanted to become. And so there were like five characteristics at that time. It was gratitude, humility, love, drive or ambition, and then like being whole, being healed, because I was still going through the process of healing from that pulmonary embolism, right? So when I had all those five, my first affirmations were just saying, I am humble. I am grateful. I am full of love. I am actually one of them at the very beginning, I think was I am fearless. So I am fearless and then I am healed and I am whole. So like those were my five. And at that time, I was just utilizing those as a way to like reprogram my mind, to say them to myself daily, to like reinforce that these are the characteristics I want to demonstrate in my life. And at that time, I didn't use soap. I actually got these like, crayons that are four mirrors and I had a couple mirrors in my room so on one of the mirrors I would write two affirmations and on the other one I would write another two and so I would wake up in the morning and the first thing I would do was stand up look at myself in the mirror and say my affirmations to start the day um, I do not do that anymore but I did that very early on just as a way to turn what Nick was saying like earlier just a way to turn these phrases into a habit and into something that I naturally bring my mind to. I think I learned this over time. Another reason why they're important is that what we consistently say to ourselves about ourselves, we become. And so I learned that because by consistently saying these things to me, about me, I started to notice me demonstrating these characteristics in my everyday life, which is you know powerful, right? I literally changed the trajectory of my life based on what I was telling myself. And then just doing my best with my intention to align the way I was acting with what I was speaking into myself. So I think that that is definitely another benefit of why I would recommend using uh, positive affirmations. Now, to answer the question, <laughs> should what should you use? Yeah, I can't tell you a specific one, but I will say that if you go through the process of identifying your values and, you know, linking those with the characteristics of the person that you want to be and that you are looking to begin to demonstrate in your life, just turn those into affirmations. Throw I am in front of it and then just insert whatever that value is or that characteristic is. I think that's a very simple way to start off, you know, picking affirmations for yourself. Um, and then I actually do want to share one of the ways that I evolved the affirmations that I would or my, my practice of reciting them, I got to a point to where I started to record my affirmations. 
and I recorded them on my phone. Since I have editing experience doing podcasts for so long, I ended up putting music behind them and then I stored them on my phone. And so for a a decent chunk of time, I was listening to these affirmations a few times a day. I would have notifications go off in my phone to remind me to listen to my affirmations. Then it got to a point to where just anytime I got in my car to go anywhere, before I played any music or audiobooks, the first thing I did was play the recording of my affirmations. And so there's a lot of different ways that you can integrate it into your life. But those are just some of the other ways that I integrated it aside from waking up and looking in the mirror and saying them to myself. So just know that you have options there as you integrate affirmations into into your daily routine. And then just because I asked you this question, I'm going to answer this question. But what was one that was transformational for me? I think the the five that I mentioned before, that was very transformational. Like I said, I started to notice me demonstrate those characteristics in my life, which I think is powerful. But another one is actually one that I got from, it was a book called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. And in that book, he listed a whole bunch of affirmations. And there was one that said, I observe my thoughts and entertain only those that empower me. And if you go back to episode 66, I believe I referenced this one in, in that episode too, but that one was powerful because daily I'm saying to myself, I'm grateful that I observe my thoughts and entertain only those that empower me, which is what we talked about at the top of this episode, understanding that we get an opportunity to do that. So that's the one that I recited that even to this day, I still say from time to time when, you know, when the mood's right, but yeah, so affirmations i think they're valuable and i would highly recommend considering trying it out using them and and seeing if you notice a change in the quality of your life and your ability to show up as the person that you want to be in whatever room you are you're in so nick anything else about affirmations that you want to add before we close out today's show yeah i would just say don't limit yourself i know uh Raymond used the i am affirmations i purposely used one that didn't have i am just to show like it doesn't have to have i am in front of it like this is your self-talk so just figure out what that's gonna look like to work the best for you for sure well yeah thank you all for tuning into this episode of the show i did want to make one more i guess announcement something that we have been working on for a while that will assist in you understanding how you can go about continuing to align your mindset, your motivation, and the habits you practice with your values and your goals and creating generational wellness. We created a workbook that takes you step-by-step through the Balanced Blueprint. And in that, we definitely dive deep into the mindset. We dive deep into ways to maneuver those thoughts across your mind and what you give your energy to. It's filled with exercises to help you gain a deeper understanding and and get more experience with doing the things that will help you transform from the inside out. So that is also on the store shop.balanceperiod.com. And you would also get 25% off that purchase too by using that code podcast25 at checkout. So I just wanted to make sure that I shared that. It is like a 85 page you know pdf document that literally takes you step by step through the blueprint so if you're interested i highly recommend checking that out and and giving that a buy because it will transform your quality of life if you use it and do the exercises that are within that workbook 
So, Nick, I'm going to hand it over to you. Is there anything that you want to leave everyone with today? Man, just a reminder, it's a journey. Have fun. Be kind to yourself. That's it. Keep it simple. Cool, cool. And for me, we are unable to fill anyone else's cup if our cup is empty. So be sure to prioritize time for self-care. Continue to learn, continue to grow, and develop your sustainable self-care system. Lastly, you don't have to be perfect to be great. So be patient with yourself and be kind to yourself as you travel along this journey of creating generational wellness. Remember all that you have to do in order to be the change that you want to see in your family and or your community is to get started and to keep going. So thank you once again for tuning in to this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. We look forward to having you tune in next week for our next show. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If this was your first time listening, welcome. We ask that you listen to three episodes of the show and pull out one thing that you learn from each to incorporate into your daily lives. If you are a returning listener, we appreciate your continued support. As you know, all we ask is that you take something that you learn from today's episode and use it to continue to develop your sustainable self-care system. For both new and long-time listeners, there's one more thing that we ask. Don't just take what you learn to improve your quality of life. Share this show with one other person so they can do the same. Lastly, be sure to prioritize time each day to pause, breathe, and remember that you are whole and you are enough, and you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace regardless of what's happening outside of your control. Enjoy the rest of your day.